Aloha, guys. I am Vagabond. You know, yesterday I was sitting next to the Chinese cemetery looking at the giant pagoda that's part of our Honolulu skyline when you're looking down from the Pali Nu'uanu Highway. And I have to tell you, Hawaii is a beautiful, unique place. And if you haven't been here, you need to put it on your bucket list and move it right to the top because there's no place like here. Um... There's some great places in the world. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of wonderful places. Uh, but this this one, there's a reason why the whole world knows about it. The whole world knows the word aloha. And the whole world, when they hear the word Hawaii, thinks of paradise. And you need to make it a point in your life to get here and see it and feel it. And you're welcome. <laughs> Ahui-ho. You know, I had, a, uh, I had a weird experience last week. And it's got me to thinking... I'd, um, I don't, I don't really know how to say this. Like, first of all, let me remind you that I'm a veteran. When I was 18, the first Gulf War had just started and, uh, oh, there goes the sound of freedom right now. Uh, some F-16s flying over Pearl Harbor. Um, F-18s probably actually. Um, anyway, I joined the Marine Corps and I did it out of a sense of duty to my country, you know, being grateful for being born someplace where, you know, prosperous and free and have good health care and medicine and, you know, all the things that we had um, in the 1980s and 90s. And, uh, and so I felt like it was my duty to serve. So I joined, you know, and, and everybody told me no. At the time, there was big stigmas attached to the military. The military was not treated very good. Um, people, you know, thought military was for losers and uh, people that couldn't do other jobs, things like that. And it was hard at times. We'd just come out of, uh, you know, a decade or so earlier. Uh, the Vietnam War had ended and people still had a lot of negative feelings about the military. And that all started to change, you know, about 1990, the first Gulf War, that all started to change with uh, the tie yellow ribbon campaign and, and stuff like that. And then September 11th happened. And I'm sorry to say this, but I, I think we went too far in the other extreme. You know, we, uh, we pushed it to where we, we put our military now up on pedestals that, um, might be a little too high. Let me just put it like that. Uh, I frequently drive around visitors from other Western developed countries, Australia, Britain, France, uh, England, um, you know, Canada, uh, places, places that speak English and people don't have a hard time communicating. And when I drive those people around, I've heard over and over and over again from these intelligent, educated, well-off people they say something first a little hesitantly. They say, uh, oh boy, we've noticed the way that you treat your military here. It's really, you really treat them well. And then as, as we get more comfortable talking about it, what sort of comes out is, is what I just said. We treat them too well. We treat our military almost as well as, or maybe even better, than dictatorships treat their military. And the reason why dictatorships treat their military so good is because they want their military to do whatever they have to do. In North Korea, for example, the military eats steak and lobster while the people are starving. That's a truism. And I can tell you for sure that the military here, they are eating steak and lobster. Not every day, not all the time, but they're eating good. And 
So what happened the other day was I had the opportunity to go on a, a naval base, Iroquois Point, um, out on the other side of Pearl Harbor. And I got on that base and I was driving around and, you know, there's little little kids playing and safe, nice neighborhoods and beautiful, beautiful parks with like, they had this, uh, you know, uh, water belching park. Um, I don't know what you call it, but like water spouting up out of the ground and lots of like water games. And it was just all beautiful. And there's kids playing in it. Uh, And then there was this beautiful beach park with, you know, beautiful manicured sand and little bungalows to sit in and not many people there. Um, a little private, you know, cabana area where, you know, there was a little nice little bar. Um, I mean, it was paradise. It was like you dream about paradise being and like paradise isn't unless you're one of the ultra, ultra wealthy. And that's kind of messed up. I'm not saying our military don't deserve to be treated good and to have the respect that they've earned by putting themselves on the line and being willing to do what they have to do to take care of this country and to to keep things nice. But, you know, we haven't had a draft in a long time. And when people say to me, oh, thank you for your service, the first thing that goes through my head is I wonder if they thank the postman for his service or if they thank their local policeman or if they thank the fireman or if they thank the plumber that comes and fixes their pipes or the builder who built their house or the grocery clerk who is like bagging their groceries and giving their time and their life to make their or their waiter for example or you know their tour guide or whatever like it's a job and that may not be a popular thing to say but it's a job and when you join the military in a time when there's not a draft going on and then what you're doing essentially is doing a job and taking it on and you deserve some gratitude from that from the people that you're taking care of but I'm not sure that you deserve a a better slice of paradise than the people that you're protecting you know if you are in the military on this island you pay a lot less to live on this island. You pay less for housing, for base housing, or for off-base housing. You get a subsidy uh, to go along with your pay to make up for how much it costs to live here. You get to shop at the PX, where the prices are roughly equivalent to on the mainland, not the 10 to 20% higher that we all pay here for groceries to feed our kids. If your kids go to school on base, they get more federal funding for those schools on bases than the schools outside of the bases get. And the list goes on and on and on from medical to dental to um, flower shops at the hospital on base. You know, there's all of this stuff that you get when you're a veteran. And if you're a disabled veteran, if you've had a service disabled disability or a connected disability, you know, yeah, you deserve to be taken care of and you deserve to have some compensation for that. But I'm not positive that we haven't gone too far. You know, a non-veteran has to pay well over 300 bucks to register their car every year. But a veteran, a service-connected veteran or, or whatever, they don't have to ever re-register their cars again in Oregon and California, um, all these different states. So it's not just Hawaii that's doing this. And, you know, 
I, it's a hard topic to bring up because I'm not saying that it's not an important job, that it's not a, something that deserves respect, just like anybody that works hard and does a job helping make other people's lives better deserves some respect. But I'm not sure that you deserve a better standard of living for that than, you know, the grocery clerk. That's all I'm saying. Think about it. Pay attention to it. Do some research on it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. I'd love to hear you telling me where I've missed the mark on this or, you know, or that I haven't gone far enough if I haven't gone far enough. Let's have a discussion. Let's talk about it. Anyway, you guys, it's a beautiful day in Hawaii. I'm going to go out and enjoy it. I'm going to go share it with some friends and family who are visiting. And I hope that you have a beautiful day. And if you are serving in the military, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for taking on that responsibility. And if you're a guy who builds houses or who cleans up schools or a teacher or a person who, you know, digs ditches so that irrigation can make it to the the food that we eat, thank you for your service too. Aloha. I am Vagabond and it's a beautiful day. Go out and enjoy it. Hey guys, if you're looking for more from me, you don't have to go far. Just go to vagobond.com and you'll find links to everything. That's V-A-G-O-B-O-N-D.com. Bond. Vago Bond. Aloha.